When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that what up, we don't. do? We get a people. What they want. I am joined by one Detroiter. Soon to be two Detroiters who's joining us later on the program. This gentleman is probably the best storyteller in the game. A Detroit representative, a kind creature, a part of Griselda family. Boldy James is joining J&J. But before that, we have to discuss the interesting saga of Kyrie Irving's Thursday. That was yesterday. He spoke to the media. And we'll start with that. Here's what he had to say. Kyrie, for the record... Do you have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again. But this is not going to turn into a spin-around cycle of questions upon questions. I told you guys how I felt. I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I sit. I think what people want to hear, though, is just the yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I cannot be anti-Semitic. If I know where I come from, I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. He never truly apologized. And shortly after that, the Nets, in a statement, suspended him for at least five games and also said failure to disavow anti-Semitism when given a clear opportunity to do so is deeply disturbing. They went on to say, and constitutes conduct detrimental to the team. Kyrie is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. Then, in response to that, late at night, he put out this very long caption on Instagram in which he does apologize. So, Jalen, now he is suspended for five games. He was given the opportunity to apologize during the day, and then after being suspended and the Nets put out a statement, he put out a long apology written on Instagram. First and foremost, I want every person... It don't matter what your age is to identify with the fact that freedom of speech isn't free. I don't care if it's child to parent. I don't care if it's student to teacher. I don't care what dynamic it is. Professional athlete to the league. There's a responsibility that we all have as human beings when we accept certain opportunities, when we enter in certain careers that there's a, there's a level of ethics that you need to comport yourself in order for you to function under the dynamics of a group, in particular, in this case, a team. As an athlete, what we learn in high school, Jacoby, is a couple of things that people underestimate about us. That's why I always implore young people to play sports because of the life lessons it gives you. As an athlete, you're required to do two things really young. Number one, be educated. Because in this profession, you got to stay eligible. You can't play the game. I went to college. I graduated from college. 
The second thing you have to do is you become a role model, whether you accept it or like it or not. And you know when you start to become a role model? When people start to look up to you. When you start to sign autographs. Wearing your shoes. When they start wearing your shoes, that's when you become a role model. So now that means you have autonomy, fame, and power. It's very, it's very, you have to be very disciplined about how you yield that platform that we're now given. And so in this dynamic, if your goal is to be heard and have freedom of speech, like my godfather, J-Mac, always tell me, there's rep, but there's still, uh, even though there's freedom of speech, there's still going to be discipline, there's still consequences behind that speech. And so for anybody that feels like he should be able to say what he wants to say, or post whatever he wants to post without being disciplined, you're just being unrealistic. There's no walk of life you can say what you want or post what you want without being disciplined. You know why? Unless you're a billionaire, you work for somebody. You can tie every business back at some point to you need to satisfy a certain criteria in order to work in this profession, to go to this school, to have this trade, it don't matter what you choose to do. So now, if you want to use that platform irresponsibly, you have to deal with the consequences that come with it. So here's the consequence. I now, in theory, get suspended for five games, if not more. At least five games. I'm costing my team for the second year in a row an opportunity to be whole based on my personal decision-making. Last year, chose not to get vaccinated, missed half the games. Had a lower seed. He and KD needed to play more minutes. They were taxed against Boston, the only team to get swept. You have a free agency coming up. You go into the offseason. You commit back to the game. You're at the, you're at the summer league games. You're playing uh, a pickup ball. You, you, you're doing what you need to do in order to put yourself in position to go into a season with no distractions. The season starts. They have a turbulent start. KD doesn't get his trade request granted. Now, nobody can't tell me if you look at Kyrie's games missed versus his games played, that doesn't affect the other 14 guys, the coaching staff, and ownership. That affects everybody, your decision-making. And so now, if you're Kevin Durant, whether he says it right now, whether he says it tomorrow, whether he says it in five years, at some point, he's going to look himself in the mirror. He's probably done it privately, but he'll say it publicly at some point. It was a terrible decision for him to leave the Golden State Warriors to team up with Kyrie Irving if the goal was to win championship. Of course. Of course. And that got ex- that th- th- there was an exclamation point on that decision when they won the chip without him. That was the exclamation point. And so for Kyrie, suspension deserved. It's going to be interesting to see if and when he comes back. For me, once the Nets put money to the situation to try to make it go away. Like I said yesterday, they then hitched to Kyrie indirectly. So now it's, he will play for them, in my opinion, again this season based on that dynamic. But I don't believe that he plays for them going forward because 
as ownership, as a league, you're allowed to reinvent yourself if you don't do anything that, I guess, puts yourself in position to be out of the league or your talent is so very great that other people are still going to take chances on you. But in this situation, after this year, he will be expired for playing with the Brooklyn Nets. And I think we're also getting a peek into why they didn't want to give him an extension, which I believe is what led KD to ask for a trade. And one of the things that Dave, David Silver said, which which I thought was really smart, is he's been given every opportunity to make an unqualified apology. But when you listen to what he says, it's always, I didn't make the documentary. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, yeah, you didn't edit the film, but you are promoting it with your platform, which causes, and then he said, oh, it, I hate when people say, if I offended someone, I'm sorry. Like the qualifications on the apologies, and the only real apology we get from Kyrie Irving is written, and it comes after he's been suspended, and the Nets have literally made put out a statement saying he's unfit to be a part of the organization. And for the most part, Athletes in the professional ranks, I'm talking NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, usually when that person does something of this magnitude that seems to offend other people or does offend other people with hate speech or racist um, overtones, that person, for the most part, is disciplined, Mm -hmm. right? So this isn't an isolated incident of somebody now picking on Kyrie because he posted something on Twitter. There are multiple athletes who get disciplined for things they post on social media. It just the consequence of what he posted is now an avalanche that's not going to go away. That's the difference. And it's definitely going to derail their season. And I know that they're hiring Emei Doka. Allegedly, Woj tweets. But if you noticed, and you just mentioned this to me, and I was going to bring this up, they haven't announced that yet. Because when Woj tweets something, it's locked in. And I'm like, wait a second, it's, it's been like four days. Let's talk about why. You now have to reassess that. Because like I also said, the Nets, in a lot of ways, can't take this high moral ground. They've now taken a position that we're trying to win by all means necessary. Mm-hmm. We're, we're taking a coach that's currently suspended and we're bringing him to our team. Why? Because he can make us win. And we have a player suspended. Like it's Some tells me this won't be the last time that something that happens around the Nets leads our show. But Jalen, it is now time for Signature Segment, Soft Move for Boss Move. Man in China won the lottery, $3.6 million. And he put out this statement, quote, I have not told my wife or children. I am concerned that they might feel superior to other people and will not work or study hard in the future. Now, if you hear that someone won the lottery, they didn't tell their wife, you're thinking, oh, he wants to keep the money. No, no, he just doesn't want them to feel superior and not work as hard. So how does he pick up his big check, Mr. Rose? How does he pick up the big check? In costume, the same way I would or will when I win this $1.5 billion that's out there in the lottery right now. I'm going to show up in a costume because let me tell you, when you have money and infamy, you can enjoy it. When you have money and fame, you're a target. You're a target when people know how much money you make. Money is the root of all evil, number one. Let me also give you a second example. 
Have you ever heard of the third generation curse? Mm-mm. The third generation curse basically says, I am the person that takes uh, uh, that, that takes my family from one step to another. So I take my family from the itty city to the suburbs. So I go from driving, I, I start out driving a Benz. And then the next generation goes and drives a, a, a Rolls Royce. The generation after that has to start all over. You know why? Because they don't necessarily know what it was like to start from the humble beginnings. How many times you as an adult felt like, oh, man, I'm going to take my kids back to the house that I grew up in, show them where I walked to school. The things that my children complain about? (laughs) Correct. I'm like, you're complaining about what now? (laughs) What? (laughs) Correct. Sharing a room? (laughs) Jalen Rose. Who is joining us in second? Kind Creature, 76er, Detroit native. What up, though? Boldy James joins the show next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming to you live from the seaport in New York City and brought to you by Grey Goose. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, who's joining us right now? He was born as James Jones, but this introduction isn't that simple. This Detroit native, con creature, 76er, member of Griselda family, Bo Jack, a.k.a. Boldy James, is joining Jalen and Jacoby. What up, though, family? Well, we are with it. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on this very special day for you. You have a new project out right now on all streaming services. What can fans expect when they push play on track one today? Just the slickest talking this dude in the game. You know, I just I just be popping my popping my uh my riff rav like a wheelie, you know. I just I just talk my talking, you know, the real hustlers are, you know. The real street lifers can relate to it. Yeah, tell us more about it. I want to hear, this is your fourth project basically within the last year. You don't run out of ideas. You clearly don't run out of stories. Can you just talk about what this last year has been like for you? And again, talk more about the project that's out today. Um, Mr. 1008, you know, Future Wave entirely produced it. Yeah, he was, um, I was, I was basically just telling him, um, it just comes from, um, not being signed. I'm a, I'm able to drop whatever I want to, you know, so I'm not going to run out of this, you know, it's, it's my life. I just be kicking the, the gospels of, um, of Bodie James and his Detroit street life. 
One of the things I love so much about what you've been doing lately is you sort of partner with a producer. You mentioned you have this project right now, Mr. 1008 with Future Wave. You did a project with Alchemist, but I heard a rumor, Boldy. Uncle Al. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor about another producer you're gonna do a project with. Tell the people right now what could be coming in the future. I got an entirely Jay Dilla produced project. You know, uh, yeah, and then I got a Harry Fraud project. I got two more Alchemist projects. And I like to do projects with one producer because the frequencies aren't off. When you work with a lot of different producers and you try to put together a plethora or a collage of different producers to work with, a lot of times the sonics and the frequencies are off. And as one of the greatest storytellers in hip hop, that totally makes sense for me because when I listen to it, there's a cadence there. There's a rhythm there. It's not just about one song. It's not just about one hook. It's just not about one verse. It seems like you're doing the book of Boldy James from beginning, middle to the end each time you do a project. Yeah, that's the general idea is to make it make sense. I can rap a whole bunch of mumbo jumbo and, you know, just be talking a bunch of scatterbrained things, but I'd rather be more concentrated and direct with my focus and the target audience that I'm I'm aiming at. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's, that's one of the things I love so much about your music and your delivery. It's like a very relaxed, straight at you style and you make it seem so easy but i tell the people about the work that you put into it to make it seem so easy i just always been a natural at everything i do um i love the music so much that i just feel like it's my obligation to take care of it and handle it with care and um another thing Jalen, i retract that statement from the 81 Islands. I take that back. I didn't know you was tall as you were in person. So it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be hard a little harder to get this shot off, you know what I mean? Uh, we gotta retract that statement. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we, oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, so I have to ask you, and I mentioned it, when you realized that you wanted to be an artist, who are your top five storytellers of all time? I'm gonna have to give it to um, Biggie. Biggie influenced me to rap a lot because uh, I had Ready to Die as a, um, a CD at the crib when I was a kid. When it came out, I used to listen to it on my old dude's new uh, CD player, but I. I, I handwritten the words out to Juicy to learn the lyrics so I could actually know the song by heart. And I used to pause, I recorded it off the radio. I would pause the radio in between me writing his lyrics down so I can memorize them. And once I memorized the song, it taught me bar structure, it taught me timing, it taught me what a 16 was, how long to write the hook, you know, just from looking at his illustration of what he was doing. So I would have to give it to him first. I would have to give it to Jay second because he inspired my hustle. I got to give it to Nas. I personally worked with Nas and, you know, been a part of Mass Appeal at one point in time in my career. 
uh, and he just always, you know, had the most creative mind to me when it came stretching his brain, you know, as far as he can bend it to come up with all these, you know, um, crazy stories and crazy tales about Queensbridge and the guys he grew up with. So um, then I would have to give it to maybe Scarface. And then um, my fifth mm. choice would be uh, last but not least, and it could have been my first choice, but Eminem, because his film is dangerous. He's very unique in his own right, and originality is key to me. So that would be my top five. Well, dope, I had dope. I had the uh, the honor of joining Jalen last weekend in Detroit, and we watched the Lions game together. You were there, and we got the full Lions experience. Looked great in the first half. Everyone's exciting. <laughs> and then in the second half, they don't score a single point. And I always tell Jalen, why are you continue to be in this emotionally abusive relationship with your football team? So as a Detroiter and as a Lions fan, explain to me why you stay in this emotionally abusive relationship um it's just like a lot of us Detroiters we really are in abusive relationships you know what I mean so it's it's not the, the Lions are like your sad chick who's acting up you know you still got love for her you still gotta make sure she's okay check on her so down at the Lions game it always feel good in the first half they be balling and then for some reason third half they be slipping fourth quarter it has slipped and it's gone you know what I mean so I'm used to it I'm uh, preparing myself for looking forward to us getting the Super Bowl in the next 10-20 years you know what I mean so I'm, I'm patiently waiting for our moment to rub the, the pie in everybody else's face you know what I mean yes yes and we ride or die but let's talk about our other um, major sports franchise your our Detroit basketball Pistons and everybody know that you got bars but I want everybody to know that Bodie can hoop too Bojack yeah. got game so I have to ask you tell me about your love for the Pistons growing up and by the way shout to Uncle Speedy the OG tell me about your Pistons love growing up but also tell me who your game Reminds you of? Oh, that's deep. Um, if I would give my game, if I would put a tag on my game, it would be Jamal Crawford, or it'd be Jamal Crawford mixed with, uh, mixed with like a J Kid. Ooh. Oh, nasty. so we crossing over and we dropping dimes. The craziest dimes you ever seen in your life, Jay. You would have loved playing with me. I had, <laughs> I had eyes everywhere, bro. I used to play for uh, Kelso and Cooley. And um, shout out to Uncle Speedy. But even Speedy would tell you, no I was one of the talented guards he ever had because everybody thought I was left-handed. Well, you, I, they, yeah, thought, they thought I was left-handed. You know, you know those type of style ballers, Jay, those righties. They're so ill and unorthodox. No doubt. You can go left. You can't stop them dudes. Exactly. Run. Run. Well, mm -hmm. 
I want to talk about the young core that the Pistons have. And the Pistons haven't had much success in Detroit recently, but they are building some really good pieces to build on in the future. How do you, how is your, are you optimistic about this Pistons franchise right now? Very. Um, we young, we growing. Um, they got the fire in them. They getting their chemistry and their groove done. Um, once they formulate a, a good rhythm and they get in that right floor of traffic, we gonna be dangerous. We gonna be held to tell the captain. Let them know, Bojack. And also, just talk about Detroit's love for the bad boy Pistons. 89-90 era, hammer time, back to back. You know what I mean? Everybody know what time it is. We had to remind y'all in 04. With one of the biggest championships in NBA history where they didn't expect us to pull it through, almost like those Raptors. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, yup. Yeah. Um, I got me three since I've been around. And I know in the future, the Pistons are gonna be a force to reckon with. I know that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so confident in knowing K gonna step up and deliver and they gonna keep adding pieces to the franchise and we're going to be victorious one day for sure. So, you hear that, Jacoby? That's what I try to tell people. I got three rings. You know what I'm saying? They be trying to act like I don't have rings. I got the Pistons. I got Detroit's rings. That's right. That's right, Jay. You got to tell them. So every day I do the show with Jalen, and every single day he bosses up at the beginning of the show, and I really don't understand it. So explain to me, as someone who's not from Detroit, why are Detroiters always bossing up? Where did it come from and what does it mean? You got certain little pockets and certain little, you know, areas where it might look nice and it might be dressed up, you know, but it's similar to California where what you see is what you get, you know what I mean? So, and you might not always know what you're looking at, but we just come from nothing. So to, you know, progressing life, it just feels good. And it's a Detroit thing to represent the late, great Blay Icewood. And just, you know, it's a little city yes. team spirit. It's team spirit for us, you know, just gotta boss up. And, you know, just feel good to level up in life. That's what that is. It's a, a, a dance to celebrate, you know, elevation. Yes, celebrate elevation. Yeah, boss up. Hey, I got to tell him one more thing about Detroit. When K gets drafted, he's rocking his buffs. When the Michigan football team gets to turnover on Saturday, they rocking their buffs. Can you please let them know about the origin of buffs and what they mean to the 313? Um. You know, I've been having iced out eyeballs for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> I don't know, it's just, uh, we just like to shine all around the board. It's, it's one thing to, you know, have a nice watch on, nice pieces of jewelry, but it's nothing to compliment it like your frames. And, you know, a lot of people wear these just regular without the diamonds. You know what I'm saying? But me personally, you know, I had to boss up and put 40s in my, in my bus and act my age and not my shoe size. You know I mean? <laughs> Buffaloes all day. <laughs> You're the absolute best. New project, Mr. 1008, Boldy Jane, produced by Fruituate. Yes. Available today. 
anywhere. Anywhere you can get music, you can get it. Mr. 1008, Boldy James, thank you so Love much for taking the brother. time to join us on the program. Love you guys. Peace. Blessings. You. Have a great day, Mark. We'll be back too, with family. more right after this. You're watching Boldy James on Jalen and Jacoby. Doubleheader tonight on ESPN, starting with NBA Countdown at 7 with Jalen Rose. And we have this East Coast matchup at 7.30. Then in the West Coast, we have the Bucks traveling to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Jalen, what do we do every day on this program? Sadly, need to acknowledge the fact that Brittany Griner has now been wrongfully detained 260 long days in Russia. It's tough. Jalen. So we wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. I got duped last night. After being no hit, I saw Meek Mill perform <laughs> before the Philly game, and I immediately got out my betting app. I was like, there's no way they lose after Dreams and Nightmares from right field is performed by Meek Mill. And guess what happened, Jalen? Justin Verlander and that pitching staff took over. Sure did. And I'm happy for him because going into this year's World Series, he had one of the worst records for a pitcher during the biggest time of the year. Mm-hmm. And as a former Detroit Tiger, the watch is greatest. Watch that slider. Exercise. Fall off the Demon. table. How do you lose after Meek Mill performs? Come on, Philly. <laughs> Jalen, the Warriors have quietly lost four straight games. Last night, it was Jalen Suggs, your namesake, with some big plays in the waning seconds to get the magic, the win. How concerned should the Warriors be about this four-game losing streak? You should always be concerned when the other team scores because that's when young teams get confidence. Mm. Anytime you're watching sports on every level, the person that's trying to ignite a run makes a basket, and then looks at everybody else and be like, let's go! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> right? Yes. After they made a shot, a young team like that, we saw it with the Detroit Pistons. We were at the game. The Warriors that get it together. They were young players. Got to do better coming in off the bench. Big shout to Bully James. We'll be back on Bo Monday. Jack. <laughs> 